0: Progress. Okay, we're up to Daf Yud Aleph. We're four lines into the page just to review. The Mishnah said that the difference between Naziris and a Shvuah is that in Shvuah, Chalal Shvuah. So if you say, I swear I'm not going to eat this bread, I swear I'm not going to eat this bread, and you eat the bread, you only have to bring one carbon, not two, because the second Shvuah doesn't take effect. But if you said, I'm a Nazir, and I'm a Nazir, it does, you have to be a Nazir twice. So there's a Machlekes, or Huna, and Shmuel. What is the situation where Naziris is chal twice? According to Shmuel, it's chal twice in all scenarios. Even if you say, I'm a Nazir today, I'm a Nazir today, so the second statement was a duplicate of the first, it still takes effect. According to Revuna, no, it doesn't take effect because the second statement is a duplicate. It only takes effect by Naziris if the second statement is more encompassing. So if you say, I'm a Nazir today, and then you say, I'm a Nazir tomorrow, so the second statement adds a day, so then it's chal. That's Revuna Shitzah. So, Masiv Rav asked Akasha, "What's the source that Naziris is Chal twice, as opposed to a Shavua? Because a Shavua is not Chal. Chal Shvua because this is based on the rule Ain isr Chal which means if something's already Isser, we don't have a second Isser fall on it. So, generally, when it's the same thing, we don't have duplicates. But when it comes to Naziris, it's different. If you say I'm a Nazir and I'm a Nazir, it takes effect. What's the source? Because the pasuk says Nazir Hazir The pasuk says." Pasuk says, um, so it says a double lashon. it means, it means a Naziris can take effect on the other Naziris. Now the Gemara explains, the reason why I need a Pasuk is because you could have made the following argument if not for this Pasuk. You would say, just like a Shavua, which is more severe than Naziris as the Gemara is going to explain towards the end of this Summit. A Shavua is more severe. And ain't yet a Shavua does not take effect on another Shavua, so you'll say the following: Kavah Naziris Kalolei Kolshigin, and Naziris, which is more lenient than a all the more so it shouldn't take effect. That's why you need a Pasuk. Oh. So you have a Pasuk that says that Naziris is, falls on another Ziris. The Gemara says, what's the, so you need a Pasuk to tell me this. Now, according to Shmuel, that makes sense, because according to Shmuel, if I say I'm a Nazir today, I'm a Nazir today, where the second statement is a duplicate, I need a Pusuk to tell me that the nazirus is Chal, but according to Rav, H- Rav Huna, it's not Chal in that case. It doesn't take effect. According to Rav Huna, it only takes effect if the second statement is more encompassing. So the question is very simple. According to Rav Huna, why do you need a Pusuk for if according to Rav Huna, you need it, why do you need a special pasuk to tell me that Naziris is chal? According to Rav Huna, it makes sense it's chal because the second statement is not a duplicate; it's more encompassing. Hey Chidami, what's the case that you need a pasuk to tell me that Naziris is, is uh, takes effect on another Naziris? If according to Rav according to Rav the only time it takes effect is if you say I'm a today and then you say I'm a tomorrow. So the second statement is more encompassing; it's additional. Hakrabai, why do you need a pasuk for? Of course, it makes sense. The second statement is bigger than the first statement. It makes sense why you need a pasuk. Akrabai, I'm saying it doesn't make sense. Why do you need a pasuk for? Meaning, what's the kid? You need a special pasuk. You need a special pasuk for. According to Shmuel, that it takes effect even if you say, I'm a today, I'm a nuzah today. So the second statement is, a duplicate. I get why you need a pasuk. But according to Rafuna, it only takes effect that the second statement adds to the first. What do you need a pasuk for? It makes sense. It must be, it must be no. You need a pasuk for the case where the second statement is a duplicate. And you see that if the second statement is a duplicate, it takes effect. So the answer is no. Really, it could be the reason why I need a pasuk to say that naziris is not where it's a duplicate and it's not where the second statement is more encompassing. Rather, the case is where you said, I accept upon myself two naziris. So in that case, which is not addressed by Rav Huna or Shmuel, that's what the Pesach is referring to. But that Pesach is not referring to our discussion, so it's not a Rai or a kasha either way. Now we said before, in the middle of our discussion, we mentioned that Shavuah is more severe than Nazir's. So the Gemara wants to know, what capacity, in what way is a Shavuah more severe than a Nazir's? Maya Khumra de Shvua Minader, how is a Shavua more severe? moshum de Khaila, feel Mamish. You'll say, Well shvuas are more severe than Nedorim, because shivuas take effect on non-objects as opposed to And like We said before that a shavuah, if you say I'm a nether, I'm not gonna sleep, it doesn't take effect biblically because there's no object. But if you say a I'm not going to say it takes effect. Oh, so you see a Shavuot is more severe. The problem is, n- Nidarim also have, have areas that they're more severe. As we've said, Nidarim can prohibit you from doing a mitzvah, Shavuot cannot. So each one has an area that they're more severe. So why are you saying that Shavuot are more severe? There are areas that Nidarim are more severe. Another Namichal Mitzvah shus so what makes shavuah more severe? because the pasuk, you know, what makes the shavuah more severe? The pasuk says regarding a shavuah loyenakheh. Loyenakheh means he shall not be cleansed. Uh, and the Roshik quotes a Gemara. What? Why is that so severe? The Gemara in shavuah says o'lam The entire world trembled when Hashem said that you need uh, that repentance is not enough. That lo yinake, it's a certain stringency to shavuos. And the Pasuk, the Gemara says, the entire world trembled. So that's the severity of shavuos over nadar and naziris. Okay. Now we said in the Mishnah that if I say I, uh, shavuah, that I'm not going to eat this bread, shavuah, I'm not going to eat this bread, It does the second one doesn't take effect. So the Gemara explains like this: Amar Rava Ravashita is that when we say the second one doesn't, doesn't take effect, the second one is a nedar, is a shvua. It's just floating. It doesn't have a halachic practicality, but it's not nothing. Meaning, what if the first shvua is uh, absolved or removed or annulled? Then the second shvua automatically takes effect. So when we say the second shvua is not effective, it doesn't mean it's non-existent. It just means it's, not, it's sort of floating above and it's not able to have a halachic practicality. But if you were to remove the first shvua, the second Shavuah would naturally take effect on its own. if you do Ataris daram for the first shavuot and then the second one takes effect automatically uh, because the second shavuot it's not non existent it's just not effective how do I know this? Because it says in the Mishnah, it doesn't say in the Mishnah, you only have one shvuah which implies the second shvuah is non-existent, rather. It says you're only obligated for one punishment. So if I make two shvuahs that are duplicates, the second one, it says in the Mishnah, I'm not obligated for. It does not say, it doesn't take effect. It just says, I'm not obligated for it. Oh, That means that while it doesn't have practicality now, if the first Shvuah were to be removed, the second one would naturally take effect. Lishna the exact same thing but a different Lashon. Chiyuva Hudeleka, shvuah Ikka. The second Lashon is that we analyze the Mishnah and we're deducing from the Mishnah that the second shvuah it doesn't have a practical application but it still exists regarding what halacha regarding the of rishona it's a backup of rava cuz rava said if the second shvuah if the first shvuah is removed the second one naturally takes effect oh. so you see this Halacha that when you have two shvuahs even if the second one is ineffective it's not non existent it's just floating above and it could come down uh, when the first one is removed. Let's bring a proof that the second shavuah is a, is not effective, but it exists because it said in the Mishnah. I'm sorry, we said in the Brisa yesterday. Mishenodershteinneziris. Let's say you make two naziris. Umana You do thirty days. So you say I'm a nazir, I'm a nazir. You do thirty days. Uh, you do thirty days for the first naziris. You set aside a carbon, and then. The initial uh, then you do atar sadarim for the first naziris, so that's poof gone. So the halacha is you don't have to do uh, anything for the second naziris because the second naziris takes place of the first. Also shnei Shine. So what do you see? Says the Gemara, you see the second naziris. It's not non-existent. It's there, and if the first one is removed, the second one will naturally take its place. Now it's a strange Gemara for. I, I get the proof. The problem is for a couple of things. First of all, it's assuming. Which is not like the top of this Ahmed, that the case of that this case of Naziris is it's assuming that it's talking about where you said. I'm a Nazir today, I'm a Nazir today. So the second statement was not, I'm a Nazir tomorrow, first of all. It's also assuming, like Ravuna, that if you say, I'm a Nazir, I'm a Nazir, the second one is not effective, which is also not like the Gemara above. The Gemara above actually brought this Braisa as a proof, not like Ravuna. I Meaning the Gemara understands this Braisa to say that when you make two Naziris, the second one's ineffective but it's not non-existent. And if the first one is removed, the second one takes effect. This is not how the Gemara was understood in the top of the Amid. The Gemara understood this as a contrary. Right now we're saying it's a proof to Rav Huna that the second one is ineffective, but, nonexist- but not non-existent. We actually, if you see the first three words of this Amid, this is tiyuft to Rav Huna. We actually thought that this Gemara was a uh, contradiction to Rav Huna because the Gemara felt the simple reading of this brisa is that the second naziris is effective because the naziris and Shavuos are not the same, and it is effective. And the point of the gemara is that the second one, that the second one is effective and uh, not like rafuna. So okay, the gemara says no. The case is not the case of uh, this case where the second naziris is effective, is not a proof to what we're saying that the second Shvua is is. Uh, is not non-existent really it could be the second naziris normally is non-existent so why over here does it work the cases where you accepted two naziris at one time meaning we thought the case was again when you make a a shavu i'm not going to eat this bread shavu i'm not going to eat this bread the second shavu is not effective and we're saying though but it exists I will prove it to you because the Naziris in that scenario, when you say, I'm a Nazir today, I'm a Nazir today, the Gemara assumes like Huna, that the second Naziris is not effective, but you see that if the first Naziris, there's Atar Asadarim, the second one takes its place. You see that it's not effective, but it's existent. So the Gemara says no, the case of a Naziris is where you said I accept two Naziris upon myself. That's why the second's effective. But If you had said, Amenozah today, Amenozah today, it could be it's Taka non-existent, and therefore it's not a good proof. Okay, next, I'm going to turn the page. The Mishnah says like this. The Mishnah gives us a following halacha, not too complicated, pretty simple, and that is, sometimes we've had this in the past, where if you say a neder, depending on the law shown, if you say it one way, it'll be a good neder. If you say it another way, it'll be not a good neder. The question is, what if you didn't clarify? What if you made it ambiguous? So it's like a suffix so it says the Mishnah so if you make a nether and you didn't finish uh, your statement the, Gemara, the Mishnah is going to give many many examples and if you would let's say you, you, you left the end of the niz, end of the nether, nether uh, ambiguous if you would go direction A it would be a good nether direction B it wouldn't be a good nether but you didn't clarify the halacha is we're always going to be strict however if after you were unclear you clarified and you said that's what I meant then we'll be lenient. But until that point, we are. What's an example of a Suffolk Neder? You said this bread is like uh, salted meat or it's like wine. Now, what type of salted meat are you talking about? It's usually a carbon. Now, if you're talking about a carbon for God, that's a good nether. If you're talking about a carbon for idolatry, it's not a good nether because we've had many times that for a nether to take effect, you have to take a permissible item, compare it to a prohibited item, but that prohibited item has to be prohibited by human intervention, not by God. Zarah is also by God. So if you say this bread is like Zarah, it doesn't take effect. If you say this bread is like a carbon, it does take effect. So what if you didn't clarify? So, Imbashel carbon nether oser. Imbashel avodah carbon nether mutter. So let's say you just said it's like this. And now, if you said this is like the meat of a carbon, it's also. If you said this is like the meat of a desire, it's not also. What if you said this is like the meat? Didn't clarify. The halacha is we're going to be machmer. Another one. Harei like a is that if you dedicate something that you wanted to be donated to the Beis Hamikdash, if you say that. This item is cherem; it's donated, dedicated to the Beis Hamikdash. There are two types of haramim: one is where it's dedicated to the Beis Hamikdash, and one is where it's donated to the Kehanim in the Beis Hamikdash. And the Kehanim of the Beis Hamikdash, it's not prohibited; it just belongs to them. What if I say this loaf of bread is like cherem? Now it depends. If I say it's like cherem of the Beis Hamikdash, it belongs to the Beis Hamikdash; it's going to be yosher. If I say it's like cherem of the Kehanim, it's not going to be yosher because cherem of the Kehanim is not prohibited. What if I just said it's cherem? Suffolk, we're going to be machmer. Another one. He said, this bread is like meiser. Now, what type of meiser? If you're referring to meiser which was a carbon then it's gar. Now, if you're referring to meiser of given to leviyam, muter. The halacha is that meiser that's given to levium is not Osir for a yestral to eat it just belongs to levim if they want to share it with you it's fine so if i say this loaf of bread is like meiser for levim it's not making a prohibition because meiser levim is not prohibited so again you said if you say it's meiser of behema it's also if you say it's meister Levium, it's mutter what if you just said meiser? is stam oser suffix we're going to be machmer another one you said this bread is like truma now what type of truma if it's referring to truma of the lishka which was the coins dedicated to the base then it's Imshalgar, now if it's referring to truma of the kehanim it's muter because we've had this in the past truma of kehanim is considered an isser uh created by god not created by man so it's not a good nether and let's say you just say truma but you don't clarify which one then it's going to be oser. That's our that's mayor's opinion. Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. He says, Stam Truma, again, this is the, the, the again, if I say Truma of the Lishka, I clarify, I say, this this is like Truma of the Lishka, that refers to the coin, that's going to be awesome. If I say it's Truma of the Kehanim, it's going to be Motta. If I just say Truma, we're not sure, we're going to be Machmer, and soon you're referring to the Truma of the Lishka. Rabbi Yehuda says, it depends where in Eretz Yisrael you live. Stam Truma be Yehuda Asuri. Yes, in Yehuda, where they're close to the base HaMikdash, they might refer to the Trumas Halishka, the coins, as just Truma. So it's possible that that's what you meant, so we're going to be Machmer. But be galil, motor, in Galil, they were not close enough to the base HaMikdash. They would not refer, it's like, you know, it's like when you're close to someone, you give them like a nickname. In the Galil, they were not close enough to the base HaMikdash to refer to the coins as just Truma. They would always say Trumas Halishka. So if they say Truma, that is obviously not referring to um if they say truma, that is not referring to um, the base of because they would never refer it to that way. So if the, in, in in Galil, if they just say truma, it's referring to truma of kahanim, which is not a valid nether. Stam charamim. Let's say again, we said before, if you're not sure, you just said chirim, we're not sure if it's referring to the kahanim or if it's and not a good nether, or if it's referring to the chirim of the base of it is And we're not sure we're going to be machmer. So if you did, it clarifies as well. Stam charam bi Yehuda mutarim in Yehuda. They were so close to the Kehanim over there that when they said Cherem, they meant Kehanim, so it's not a good nether. Be Galil asurin, and in Galil then Stam Cherem is referring to the Beis HaMikdash. In Galil they were not so close to the Kehanim and when they said Cherem, they meant the Beis Ha-Mikdosh. Okay, so we said in the Mishnah that a stam neder is to be machmer. Here's the problem: Vatanan, the Mishnah says suffik niziris lahakel. If there's a suffik in niziris to be makel. So let's say the case is you said I'll be a Nazir if there's ten pounds of grain in front of me, and then the grain spilled, and there's no way to clarify how much grain there was. Suffik niziris, we're gonna be mach, uh, we're gonna be makel, we're gonna be lenient. Here's the problem: Why is it that stam suffik nedarim is machmer? But Sufik Naziris is lenient. What's the difference? A Nazir is a form of a nether. So we're saying in our Mishnah when there's a Suffolk of Nedarim, we're gonna be uh, Mekel. Uh, we're gonna be Machmer. But by a Suffolk of Naziris, we're gonna be Makal It doesn't make sense. So the Gemara answers, it's not a contradiction. Our Mishnah and the Mishnah of Naziris are not authored by the same people. Like Kasha, Harav Liazor, It's a, it's a Machlekes, you know, Liazor and the rabbanan. of whether a Sufik Nazir is to be machmer or to be lenient. What's the machlokas about? Titania. The uh, is like this. Let's say you said, All my behemoths, right? There's two different types of animals. There's behemoths, which are domesticated, and the chayis, which are wild, like deer. So you say, all the animals I own, all the Bahamas that I own, they belong to the base of Magdish. So all the behamas are automatically holy. The question is, what if you have, right? I said that there's two different types of animals. There's Bahamas, which are domesticated, and then there's Chayas, which are wild. There was actually a third type of animal, which was a Koi. A Koi, it's unclear whether... It, basically, a Koi is a type of species that we don't know if it's a Bahama or a Chay. It's either a combination of a goat and a deer, or it's an own species, whatever it is. So, so the Kashi is, if I'm Magdish, all my Bahamas... Or, a magdash, all my is, are the kois also holy? So it's like a suffix by kodshim. So what's the halach? It's a machleikas. Higdish is a koi. The first opinion is that when you magdish all the behemas, me we're going to make that all the kois belong to the base of Mikdush as well. Rav Loza disagrees. He says, lo higdash is a koy. Rav Loza says, no. Suffix, we're not magdish the koi. So you have a machleikas. When you said something, when it comes to kodshim, it's a suffix, is it holy? Did you intend naturally, in a case of doubt? To be magdash to the base of is a The Gemara says the following: According to the Rabano, that when there's a Suffolk by kachim, we assume you dedicated to the base of Middash. So too by a naziris, which is not dedicating your monetary holiness. Right? When you're magdash something, that means you take money and you're making it holy. Naziris is you're taking your body and making it holy. So if I say Suffolk hegdish is, is 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 holy, suffix naziris is holy. And according to Reveliezer, it says Suffolk Kodshim is not Kodesh, it's not holy. So to your body, Naziris, we assume you did not naturally make it holy. I uh, will stop here and pick it up on Sunday. Recording stopped.